You're listening to A View From Section C, the new podcast for Dundee Stars fans, with me and him. It's the Dolores! So, welcome along everyone to episode 3 of A View From Section C, with me Senior. And me Junior. Uh, this week's episode we have a Flyers-Giants review, Flames-Flyers preview... Hockey etiquette and the car park, which seems to be dominating star social media at the moment, uh, along with the parody of Squid Games. Uh, Dundee star stats from seasons past, which this week, Junior, is... The year 2006-2007. And then finally, we will be back at the quiz, uh, which is slightly different from last week. Uh, and we will let the listeners know what that's going to be when we come up with the quiz. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be different. Uh, we'll see how it runs. And we'll take it from there. It's got to go one or two ways. <laughs> yeah, as usual. As usual, it's going to be... Uh, yeah, I could see you probably winning and me losing. Fingers crossed here. Yeah. So, last weekend we had two, two games, two Challenge Cup games. We had the Five Flyers at home on the Saturday and then we were away at the Belfast Giants on the Sunday. Yeah, so I think we were sitting here this time last week saying, you know, Fife need to come out, reaction after Thursday's game in Manchester, they really need to dominate the game, put our stamp on it, I just don't think we got it. I thought it was, for one reason or another, it, it was one of those gritty Fife games again. It was, it's the way, I said it a couple of weeks ago, it's the way Edinburgh used to play. Yeah. That try and get the goal and then sit in and sit in and sit in and we just couldn't get couldn't was, get it over the line again. It was uh, one of those games where Owen played really well, kept them in the game. Uh, they get the go ahead goal and then we're we're chasing our tail basically for the rest of the game. Um, offensively, yeah, I thought we struggled. Um, we we played we played okay. I wouldn't say we were, we played fantastic. We we played okay. I think I think first period I think we were really good. I think I think first period we were all, so it one nothing end of the first. Um, I could be wrong, but you know I thought I thought we dominated the first period, and then the second and third we just got away from either the game plan or the systems or you know however people want to say it, I just think we got away from what we were doing in the first period. And it's this back to the little dump and chase stuff again. Yeah, there was... A, I, I tend to find that there's... We, we start games really, really well. We start games on the front foot. And for what reason, uh, I spoke to a couple of guys at the game, it looked like we... And I'm not saying we are not fit, but it just looked like we fell away. Uh, the longer the game went, the long, the more it got away from us. Yeah. Uh, we started well, five one at five. Then get the goal. They get a bit more boost. Then we are then chasing our tail. They then get a bit, get a bit of confidence in them. We then lose a bit of confidence. As you say, it comes to the second and third period. Um, yeah, it was a bit disappointing. Yeah. Uh, and. To me, it was it was no surprise that they came out on top at the end of the game. No, and and again, I think I would go out and go out on a limb and say it that I don't even think they deserve to win a game. You know, the 
Fife social media was, you know, oh, we played, we played really well, you know. I don't think Fife played that well at all. You know, don't take it away from them, they got the two points. You know, that's how we did it the other week against them. And penalty shots, we didn't play well and we still got the win. But I don't think Fife, you know, Shaver might make a difference for them coming in, but I don't think Fife are that good a team for us not... You know, they've came away with two points there, and I, I don't think they yeah. deserved the two points at all. Yeah. Um, a point, possibly, because we were poor. I thought, you know, in that second and third period we were poor, but I don't think they deserved two points. Yeah. I, I, looked, I looked at that Fife team and, and thought of Fife teams from the past, and Fife teams from the past are absolutely hammering this Fife yeah. team. Yeah. You know, uh, they're, they're a, to me, they're a poor team. We said it last week that we should be expecting a win and I say the matter if it was penalties, whether it was overtime, whether it was a, a, an absolute doing, I expected the the latter. I thought we really should have yeah. been winning that game by three, four, maybe even five goals mm-hmm. and it didn't happen. For whatever reason, it didn't happen. Um, it, you heard what the coach said after the game, he was disappointed. I think everybody was disappointed. I think everybody was in shock. Yeah. More than anything else. Uh, it was just, it was not a good performance. Um, and shock was probably the right word to, to use. Was it complacency because of what happened the week before? Um, we, we then getting hammered, okay, mm. and then the win 8 nothing. You think that's a fluke? Is it a fluke? Have they maybe turned the corner? We don't know. But, for me, we, we, we the stars, I was, I was bitterly disappointed. Um, but I've seen games like that before over the years. Yeah. We, we, we Fife and, and Edinburgh, where we just could not break teams down. But, is it a concern? I'll, I'll reserve judgment again if it's a concern. Uh, it's Challenge Cup games. I just wish that some of the Challenge Cup games we've played that we put those performances into the league games. Yeah. Uh, because for me, it's all about the league now. Yeah, and I think that is our saving grace, is that it was the Challenge Cup game. Yeah. And Omar said it as well in his interview after the game that, you know, it looked like we'd qualified anyway for for the next round. I, I was saying that to a couple of people, you know, you know, what's going to happen? You qualify in first or second place, you're still probably going to get Cardiff, Nottingham, Sheffield. Manchester you know yeah. so um, yeah Saving Grace was we put ourselves in a good position where the result didn't necessarily matter um, but again it's that whole Dundee Fife you don't want to lose any of the Fife at all so. no you don't want to lose your rival uh, good to see young Ben Brown yeah making his star's debut I thought he did well um, he certainly never looked over odd when, when he, he got no, his first shaft, yeah, he, he, fine. He, I thought he'd done, he done okay, uh, considering that's his first time he's got called up. Uh, for me, out of the blue. Yeah. Uh, I've heard of him. Um, obviously, I know I know his dad uh, and his brother, Robbie. Uh, and, yeah, it was, it was uh, quite a surprise to me when I found out before the game that, that this young guy was going to be playing. And there's more experienced players in, in the comments mm-hmm. that I would have maybe expected if they were going, if they were going to call up anybody. Um, 
there was more experienced players, maybe because he was a D-man, uh, that's why he got the call, and the experienced players, you know, the likes of Lewis McIntosh, uh, Joel Goche, who was at Edinburgh, and have played the Elite League, um, yeah, maybe his position got him that call up, but yeah, he should, he should keep his head held high, because I thought he did really well. Yeah. yeah. But, moving on then, so, disappointing result, on Saturday, Move on to Sunday, away at Belfast, four o'clock face off. Yeah. And we come away with a point. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, and I, I didn't listen to the the interviews after the game, um, but certainly watching parts of it, of the game itself, I think we're unlucky not to take two. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I think I said it to you when, when we disappeared on, on Saturday night, I was hoping that, hoping I was. Fearing the worst, mm-hmm. absolutely fearing the worst. I thought we were going to go down there, we would have been on a bit of a downer, getting beat for five. And then it's it's a journey and a half, you're on a bus to Stranraer or wherever they get the ferry from. Um, and then they're on a ferry, then they're on probably another bus. It's four o'clock, it's slightly earlier than normal. Um, I was not looking forward to no. that result coming through. Was not looking forward to it. Never watched it. Uh, I seen bits and pieces of it. I seen the goals, but I was really pleasantly surprised and absolutely delighted that we came away with a point. Mm. And from all accounts, it could have really been two points. Yeah, um, I think the the thing with it is we, we go one 0 down in the game, and then that answer straight away right off the face off it's tied game again yeah. and it happened throughout the game we went to go down we scored again a yeah. minute or two later yeah. to get back in the game um, good to see Gabe oh. with a monkey off the back now definitely you know, got that one off the back and then goes and scores another straight away yeah definitely um, <clears throat> delighted for the guy uh, I feel he's just not had his luck in front of the goal he's, he's played well he's working hard and he's just not had that break Uh and oh, delighted for him. And hopefully that's the first two of many to come. Yeah, I hope so. Um, but yeah, Haas again. Yeah, uh, quiet against Fife. Very um, quiet. Well, not not quiet against Fife. I think in terms of his discipline, very well disciplined. We said it last week. Yeah. You know, he needs to have a bit more control. Not that naivety about him. He had some big plays in the five games, some big hits, two on James Isaacs. Yeah. Absolute monster hits. Yeah. And he controlled his temper, controlled that discipline, and not a single penalty. Yeah. I thought he played really well uh, in the five game. I thought he did what he had to do, and he'd done it really, really well. Mm. And as you say, the two hits on Isaacs were outstanding. One of them was, yeah, <laughs> that was the, I think it was the reverse, or Isaac that put the reverse in him and just... So the one at the, at the bottom board yeah. or the one where one. Kev Ward got the stick in the face no, on the, the hit? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the other one, the, the one down at the, the other board, uh, basically near enough behind the goal. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was a disciplined game, mm-hmm. but he still had that authority about yeah. him. And that's what we were speaking about the other week. Yeah. And that's guys like uh, Jason Schmier, that was where he played. Yeah. He played on the reputation of... If I need to do it, I could do it. And if I do it, you're going to get it. Yeah. Um, and then he goes into Belfast mm-hmm. and 
when when I'm looking at social media and that, it's not the Stars fans, it's the Belfast fans. Yeah. And it was they were complaining about him, but it was positive. They were actually saying that Kyle Haas was running their arena. Yeah. He um there was a couple there was a couple of penalties as expected during the game, I think there was maybe a slash and a trip or something, but again, there was that stromash in front of the benches, again, Boucher involved. Yeah. Shock. Uh, um and um I can't remember who it was and they were tied up with one of our guys and Kyle just came in and just kind of separated the whole thing and again showing that um leadership and, and you know, still that authority around them of there's no shit here. You know, I'm I'm here and if you're gonna go through someone you're gonna to have to go through me to get to them. Yeah. So yeah, really pleased with how Kyle played at the weekend. I thought he was really good, really stand out. Yeah. Um, especially being what? And it's two demon short. Yeah. When 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 you look at it and when when opposition fans um are, are going on about you and it wasn't as if he, they were saying he was a goon and stuff like that, it was the fact that they were saying that he was running the show. Mm-hmm. Which was basically them criticising their team, yeah. and a, and a demon running the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, uh, no disrespect to any demon uh, out there, but you always when you see somebody is running the show, you always expect it to be a superstar forward. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so fantastic uh, for Kyle the whole weekend. Yeah. Um, social media did blow up a wee bit. Uh, we the netminder. Um, yeah, I, I, I find it strange. Uh, th- th- this is this is just me. I find it strange. He again, Adam got save of the week, so which is two in a row, two in a row, two, two weeks, weeks in a row. row. Yeah, uh, again, another outrageous save for the guy. Um, I'm not seeing that he's actually doing a lot wrong, uh, but there are people out there um, who are criticising them heavily. Yeah. Um, I find it strange I really really find it strange that what have we played 10 games or something something mm. like that 10 11 games and some guys are on the goalies back already yeah that's that's no nice I don't like it um, let's judge them halfway through the season if, if need be um, because there's times when he yeah, I think, you know, what's some of the things that have been said on social media, like you say, I, I do think it's unfair on them. You know, every every goal, every goalie, every netminder will always want a goal back. Every one of them. Um, you know, I see even, I watched um, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, All or Nothing yeah. document, yeah. whatever it's called, and yeah. you see it with the guy Campbell, you know, there's a couple of things that he thinks, oh, I could have got that, I should have got that one back, I want that one back. I think every goalie will feel like that. There is a soft goal maybe yeah. conceded to every game potentially and they'll want them back. For me, Morrison's standing on his head at times for us. Yeah. Um, certainly that Sheffield game a couple of weeks ago when oh, they scored the two quick. Um, again, maybe... The goalie wanted one of them back. Yep. You know, you don't know. But from there, he stood in his head until the end of that period, until we got going. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, I'm with you. I, like, again, I, think it's, I think it's easy to criticise 
a goalie if he lets in a soft goal. But it's never easy to praise the goalie mm-hmm. when he marks an outstanding save because it's like, well, that's what he's meant to do. Yeah. Well, looking at his, looking at his stats just now for his Challenge Cup, and this might not be full updated yet, but seven games played with a goals against average of 2.84 and a save percentage of 0.912. Yeah, there you go. You know, so he's averaging just under three goals a game. Yeah. And a 91% save percentage. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that's... He's playing well when he's hitting that. He's playing. Um, yeah, there's there could be soft goals, but all we're seeing really is is the end of that goal. Yeah, if nobody sees what's happened, nobody sees it. You can't you can't see it from Mo's view. Yeah, but also, has it been a turnover? Mm-hmm. Has it been somebody trying to carry the puck in instead of dumping the puck in, or they should have dumped they should have passed the puck but they've dumped it in, or. They've, they've dumped it and they should have done this you forget about that yeah. what you're looking at is the last piece of action and all people will remember is oh, oh Morrison should have saved it yeah. and and to me there's a bigger picture there yeah. bigger picture no I'm with you on that one so yeah Mo keep going the way you're going mate um, but still certainly yeah he's a big goalie and it's early in the season. Mm-hmm. The team are still trying to gel. We've had injuries now. Yeah. Right? Uh, as we know. Um, Rather we now than yeah. towards the business yeah. end. We we lost Can Compare. Uh, Moore still out. So we're two D-men short. Um, Songe got injured in Belfast. We don't know how he is. Yeah. So Ruckus, that's somebody Ruckus else. Is still out. Ruckus is still out. Um, so Roger a... was out and then yeah. came back for Belfast. Yeah. So... Um, the injuries, sort of over the last, certainly last weekend, probably had an impact on how we played. Yeah. Uh, overall, we we thought a minimum of two points. Uh, we came away we won. Yeah. But since we got bit for five, uh, I'm delighted with that one point gain in Belfast yeah. because for me I was I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Much of that game. Yeah. But so, one league game this weekend, and I believe Fife's yeah. Challenge Cup again. Yes. Yeah. So, Guildford, we sat here again a couple of weeks ago and I said, our game is very much similar to theirs. It might not work against, like, their game might not work against with. Backfired, one thing, no hand, we didn't score. Um, now you can see it the return of Jordan County. Ah, good, because we weren't mixed up the other week. I thought we were getting uh, Jordan County in the other week. But yeah, it'll be good to see Jordan back. Uh, Dundee boy, great lad. Um, So it'll be good to see him back on the ice in Dundee. Just a pity that it's where an opposition jersey on. But you know what? That is what it is. Um, I will give him a good welcome when he comes on the ice. And then I will slate him for 60 minutes. Uh, because he doesn't play for us anymore. So, for me, yeah, great guy. Hope it goes well for him in the warm-up. I hope it's an absolute nightmare for him for 60 minutes. Uh, yeah. But Guilford, oh, they, they send shivers down my spine, Guilford. Like. They're always that team that just... You never really know what to expect with Guilford. You know, they'll, 
I think they're kind of, again, they are kind of similar to us where they'll perform really well against the big teams and then the games that fans were expecting to win, they don't necessarily win. I think they're similar in, in the way that, that, as you say, the way we play. You know, th this year we've got, I would probably say, quite a big team. Um, and we've also got a fast mobile team. Mm. And Guildford always tend to go with that style of play as well. And they've got a couple of big guys. And then they've got the guys who will zip about the ice. Uh, Paul Dixon will certainly lay them up for this. Uh, yeah. They'll be looking at, this is this is a game that they expect to win coming up here. Even with the long journey. Paul's done it before we Guildford teams coming up here. And they've put on an absolute exhibition. Uh, I hope that they don't do it again. Um, going on seasons past, I hope we keep it apparently true. Yeah. Because they have got well, you a good power play unit. Like Dunbar, straight away. Yeah. Solid player. Wakowicz as well. Yeah. You know, guys that can all pick up points yeah. here and there. Um, the one positive from, for their roster for Saturday is the suspension of Jake Bolton. Yeah. Uh, watch After that. all that kicked was, off with coverage. That was quite interesting. Um, yeah. What's your view on that? that was, have you seen that? I, I still find it absolutely ridiculous that the goalie's been fined for celebrating. Um, I can understand, I can see why they've done it because that's what's incited the whole thing but you've just killed a 6 on 3 for a, for yeah. a while. Your, your goalie's going to celebrate. I certainly don't think it's, I don't think the goalie, because I, uh, I think the goalie got fined yeah, I don't think he's got. He never got a suspension. No. Um, but the guy Bolton's come out with a suspension uh, for two games. I think it is. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you're right. I think the goalie's entitled to celebrate. But if this is the route we're going down, what's going to happen? Does that mean you can't celebrate in front of the opposition bench now, in case somebody is not happy with it? Like what? The Belfast guy did when he scored yeah. Conway Scotty's winning penalty shot had a wee yeah. dance and celebrated it looking at the Stars yeah. bench. Yeah. Should that be a fine? Because that's it's insane. Probably it's more insane. than what the goalie did. The goalie yeah. was celebrating six on three. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Guildford, Guildford will be a, a really hard game. Mm -hmm. um, as you say, the teams are summer, so I'm hoping it's going to be quite an open game. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be a fast flowing game. Now that I've said that, it's probably going to be a grinding game and it'll just be dump the puck behind the goal of the game and it'll and be nothing up with some of the other on Yeah, yeah uh, but yeah, it's a toughie. Uh, it's going to be a tough. We need to be on top four to win this game. Yeah, and like you say, you know, you always want to be five, okay? Yeah. But effectively with that point, against Belfast, we've, we've qualified for the Challenge yeah. Cup, so... Everything, and I said, I said it last weekend with the fight game, everything should be left on the ice with that one league game. Yeah. You know, I go out and get the two points for that league game and then what and worry about fight yeah. the next night. You know, if you need to rest a couple of guys through injury, you know, if Sanch doesn't play yeah. or even give more than the night off and, and give um Priest the ice yeah. time, then fine. But those this is probably the biggest game so that, far for us. That's what I'd be looking at. I'd be looking at leaving it on the ice for the league game because we need to start picking points up in the league. Yeah. Uh, we've played four, lost four. If we get beat again, that'll be played five, lost five. Yeah. Um, which effectively could be ten points behind somebody else that's played five games and won them mm -hmm. 
and we are then playing catch-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, right away, off the bat, you're not wanting to be playing catch-up. So, for me, leave it on ice on the Saturday, get the two points on Saturday. I would be comfortable going to five and resting Mo. Or, yeah. or start me Mo, see what it's like, end of the first, if, it's, if we're in it, and then give them the night off. Yeah, half a game. Let's, let's see where we are. Uh, the challenge yeah. crop let the coach go and try different things go and try new power plays yeah. go and try new penalty killing units go and try new line systems yeah. I think power play is certainly the one that, that needs to be worked on um, you know again uh, we said it looking at looking at the stats you know the stats can be deceptive it could be maybe a 10 20 second yeah. end of the power play sort of thing but uh, own 15 in the league um no zero percent. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. It's not not great reading. Um. You know, we start even uh, it was challenge cup last weekend, but we started that third period with the five on three, and yeah, I think it's... someone said we only mustered two shots yeah. on that. Um. I said it at the time. It's never an ideal time to go on the power play. It's at the start of a period. Because yeah. uh-huh. you try, you know, you've got a face off. You come in the face off, and you're camped in the zone straight away. You're trying to win that face off and if you the puck, it's just it's trying to get back into the flow of the game again yeah. after your yeah. fifteen minute break. But yeah, like you say, think I think that's a game where we can work on the systems, work on the plays, you yeah. know. If if we have I think we have qualified for Charles Scott. I don't think five can mathematically no, qualify for so yeah, you could use that as yeah. not really not a, a training game but a game a game situation. One thing that I did notice about last week um, and it was the five game, obviously, on the penalty kill. Timmy Lattinen, D-man. Yeah, short of D. Yeah. And I'm going to give the big guy credit here. I thought he'd done a really, mm-hmm. really good job. Uh, he was getting guys away for the goalie. He mm-hmm. knew what he was doing. He, yeah. He's obviously done this before mm-hmm. uh, because... He wasn't a, as they say, he wasn't a fish out of water. Yeah. Oh God, what are we doing here? He knew how to play that position. Yeah. Uh, and I thought he'd done really, really well. What I would like to see is flip that. That's what you say, that flip it. And get him in front of the goalie. Yeah. Get him in front of the goalie. He was, he was, he was at times. And then as soon as the puck circled behind the goal, he, went he the goes goal. with it. Uh, and yeah. it's, you know, I, I, I don't know the coach's play, if that's meant to happen, or yeah. if the guy is still meant to yeah. Stick in front of the goalie. Yeah. I don't know, but I agree. I think he he did solid on the penalty kill in front of the goalie. Uh-huh. Got him in front of the goalie. He's a big boy. Oh, big yeah, goal. He's a big guy. So um, if, they want to look if at not, videos, you can throw Haas in front of him. If they want to look at all videos, or oh, a stars player who played that position absolutely perfect, they should go and watch Johan Bowman. That's what he says. It's another Scandinavian, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Johan Bowman, and yeah. he. Stood in front of that goalie and he got hacked, he got hit the sticks, he was punched he, and he just kept going back yeah. and back. One, it created space because of the, the D-man concentrating on him. Two, he got a lot of penalties with it. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, we're on a fair one four. Oh, there's another penalty. It's now a fair one three. It creates more space on the ice. It gives them better opportunities to score. Yeah. So they're looking at it that that would be for me. Yes, Timmy Lattinen in front yeah. of the goal. I'd noticed that, as I say, when he was playing D man and he was trying to clear it the way, Mo was trying to look around him, yeah. and it was a big body he's got yeah. to try and look around. 
Uh, and it just got me thinking, I wonder. No, I agree. Flip it around. Certainly on Saturday, if we get the power play, get in front, uh, in front of, was it Lindis Cog, you guys' name is? Like, yeah, Lindis Cog. Yeah, Cog, good goalie. Uh, but we need to do something to get him yeah. off his game. Big boy as well. Yeah, yeah, good boy. So, for the weekend. Beat Flames. Beat Flames, definitely. Flyers. Let's take what we get. Yeah. Let's take what we get. If we're half caught off head, let's take what we yeah. get. Let's get, let's get uh, more than eight off for a wee yeah. um, And we'll go further. Yeah. So, that takes us on to our next section, which is our hockey etiquette and the car parking issues. Yeah, wow. Social media burning up. Yeah, so. And I, I'd like to think that it was me that maybe kicked this off. Because I come up with a post thinking, near the end of the five game, five score. The fire drill. And I thought it was it. I thought it was it. Daddy's and Dens. And I seen Addy's Dundee fans piling it. I thought yeah. the fire alarm had went off. Yeah. Well, Put it up. Mikey Kidd will know about that. With yeah. The fire alarm had been a Dundee There'll be a few so. of them. There'll be a few of them, but <laughs> we'll not hold it against them. Um, I put it up as a bit of sarcasm uh, and a bit of tongue-in-cheek to say I thought it was a fire alarm as if it was a, uh, a Dundee United derby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it, wow, it just descended into mm-hmm. a bit of chaos about the car parks and then hockey etiquette and hockey etiquette again in the car parks. Yeah. Um, going with the hockey etiquette to start with, okay. I can understand, right, if people want to leave early, people could leave early, right? It's no me. I don't think it's a done thing. Um, it's a tradition in hockey that you stay and you applaud both teams off the ice. It's well like that for years. That's always happened. Now, if people want to leave and the car mm-hmm. park was brought up for that, I have no one issue with that. Leave. But somebody brought up the issue that when they're leaving, they're now stopping on the stairs and they're watching the game, right? Mm-hmm. And... That started about the hockey etiquette. Yes. So, so hockey etiquette. Hockey yeah. etiquette is when the puck's in play, you sit on your arse. Yeah. That's it. Sit on your arse and wait till the first stoppage. And, and then, then you, then need you to can move. go and do whatever you do. Yeah. You kind of go and say, oh, the stars are on the break now, I'll stand here. If you're on the move and the game starts, you need to keep moving, yeah. unfortunately. And, and, and this is no an old man complaining because he can't see. This is an old man that's seen you get hit in the head by a puck. Yeah. And I've seen my cousin sit at five get hit in the head by a puck. To be fair, myself and Gillian were both sitting in our seat during yes. the game. So it yeah. wasn't like we were up and walking about. <laughs> we were yeah. just sitting watching the game and still going that I know the damage that a puck could make. Yeah. Now, if you're stopping, people behind you can't see. The puck gets flipped to it. You move, bang. Yeah. Somebody unexpected behind you can get this puck in the head. Yeah. Uh, it's no the thing. I understand that when the game gets started again, that you might be caught standing up, yeah. Either sit down where you can, or just keep moving yeah. and get down to the plexi and then stand at the plexi. Yeah. Andy McCartney announced it before the start of every game. Yeah. You know, yeah. please do not move whilst the puck is in play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we saw a few, a number of people speaking about it on the Star Supporters facebook page saying that that people are up and down and up and down and going to the toilet and coming back and people would say you know well i've got try telling a three-year-old or a four-year-old that they kind of go to the toilet at a certain time i get that yeah but it's it's not just for people watching the game it's for health and safety reasons yeah. so 
I get you can't just yeah. be honest, certainly you can't just hold it in, but try and you know it's one of those ones. Try as long as you can before the next first yeah. stop to play, and then run. Yeah. <laughs> but what 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 doesn't help though is this the the COVID regulations they get right, but the barriers at the players' benches, right, and the security guys. Tell the fans who are wanting to go that way. Could you go up the stairs and walk along the sets? So to me, the security guys don't care what's going on. No. Because they really should be saying, "No, I'm sorry, you need to walk other way around." Or go you behind wait. the goal, wait, or go behind the goal, don't pass the penalty boxes and go that way. Yeah. Do not be sending them up the steps and walking through yeah. section C, right through whatever road they're in. It doesn't matter. And people are just walking back and walking back. Yeah. And I know there's been a few people have said it to me that, that sort of sit around me, but there's also people have mentioned that outside, what about the carry on, zones that are walking, security are doing this, security are doing that, they're sending them up our way. Yeah. So we said we would mention it tonight uh, for, for those who are newer to the game in regards to hockey etiquette. Yeah, uh, please, as much as you possibly can, if you're going to move, wait until the game has stopped, then move. If the puck's in play, please, if you possibly can again, stay in your seat. Yeah. And then, car park. <laughs> the car park. So, me personally, and I, and I, and I responded to it on social media, I've not saw that much of a difference leaving the rink. I, 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 other than the other week when the McDonald's lorry came down when everyone was trying to get out. That's the only week where we were there a bit longer than normal. But I don't... I feel that pre-COVID and post-COVID, I think I've sat in the car about the same amount of time. Yeah. Uh, so, for me, it's not an issue. The issue is when you're coming into the car park and whoever it is, if it's McDonald's or if it's... I think it's McDonald's that have done it. They've shut this road off yeah. coming down. Uh, now, I think it's to stop... Knowing that there's going to be so much traffic coming in from, from the hockey and so much traffic coming in for McDonald's, it's going to go straight on that roundabout and straight on the Kingsway and on the roundabouts yeah. and whatever. Having everyone go down, it's fine, but then it but then it, it builds up because people are queuing to get into McDonald's. You know, it, it's... Uh, even, com even coming out, coming out for me is no difficult, no. right? There is a lot of traffic. But if everybody goes and lets one person out in front of them, the traffic <laughs> keeps going. Yeah. The traffic just gradually keeps going. One in, one out. One in, one out is the way I've always said it. Um, but there is there is issues with the car parking. Uh, I can understand why McDonald's are doing it. Uh, I actually think it was last week at the five game that the guy was there. Was it? Was he there? Or was it the week before? The week before it wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't there. And the traffic had come out for McDonald's drive through up basically to the the back road and then it started coming around. So what then happens is people who are coming into hockey are thinking, I'm going to overtake them mm. because they're on way to McDonald's and then you've got somebody coming yeah. up. And that's when accidents happen. But the first so the the week we weren't there, and again I think it was a fife game. They were there one they weren't there one fife game and they were there last weekend for last week's five game and the first five game they weren't there there was no traffic at all there was no queue at all when, yeah. when well certainly me and Shannon turned up there was nothing yeah. so yeah it'd be good to know 
who's decided to do this, have they been given permission, or not, have they agreed it with all the complex, yeah. you know, has Cineworld and the Rink agreed to it, and, you know, because it's, it's, a, uh, it's, it's, it's a private car park, yeah. but it's owned by someone else, not owned by the company. For so. me, why is it only happening now? Yeah, well, how many, how many like, years? How many years have we been going yeah. up to the ice hockey there? And how many years has McDonald's and all these places been open? And all of a sudden now, it's yeah. like, nah, this is what we're doing. But, yeah. So, that's a car park. That's a hockey etiquette. But I did say we would give a shout out to somebody. Susan, stop parking your car on the grass. Right? It's no nice. Right? <laughs> so, I did say I was going to shout it's, out. It's in her highway coach she says yeah, so yeah we um, look forward to getting the backlash on social media for, for Susan now for messing her partner on the grass uh, and, and see her highway code so uh, we'll see what goes the on the backlash on social media she'll give it in person in the queue on uh, Saturday yeah no doubt uh, no doubt but hey ho hey ho but moving on right yeah, so, so we're going to go into Larzo's stats yeah start stats from the season's past so this week uh, Adas Junior through give me a random year and I'll go and get some stats for you in regards to the stars teams from the past and he gives me season 2006-2007 and I'm going to be brutally honest with everybody what an absolute pain in the arse this was because <laughs> this went back to the SNL days and those who could remember in the SNL there was SNL and there was also Northern League so I ended up getting two sets of stats for the first season. And one of the stats is you're going to be really shocked is the number of goalies we had. Right? Okay. Really surprised at that. So for 2006-2007, as I say, the, the Stars split their season between the SNL and the Northern League. In the SNL, uh, we finished second in the league, behind Fife. Uh, Fife were undefeated that season. Mm. Uh, we finished second. And then it was the Solway Sharks and the Edinburgh Caps SNL. That was the top four. We then went into the playoffs for that. And we actually lost in the semi-final to Solway Sharks. We lost 11-7 on aggregate. Okay. We won 5-3 and then lost 8-2. Disaster. Disaster. Um, top goal, goal scorer in the SNL. What do you think? It can only be John Dolan. It can only be John Dolan. 29 goals from 15 games. Um, assists, there was two of them with the same amount of assists. I think played that year. 22 points from 15 games, John Dolan. Mm-hmm. And the other one was the Cowboy. Oh. 22 points from 12 games, which was Jeff Marshall. Top point scorer was obviously John with 51 points. Penalties in minutes. Was Robbie Brown playing that year? <laughs> um, he may have been. However, <laughs> it could have been him. <laughs> however, it's it's uh, I would say he's probably one of the toughest guys in British ice hockey. See, I thought about. Um, and he's a fifer. Ah, uh-huh. oh. yeah. What are you going for? Plusy. Plusy. Scott Plus. One hundred and six minutes and penalties from eleven games. I think Scott must have been kicked out a few games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that. No, that wasn't that season. Yeah. I was thinking that was the year it kicked off and against Solway at the rink, but I think that was maybe a couple of years before yeah. it. So that's that's all we're, we're stats here. 
for the players, the goalies, how many goalies do you think we had playing in the SNL, not the Northern League, the SNL. SNL. Yeah. So I think we called up a couple of juniors that year. So I'm going to say four. Six. Wow. Six goalies played. So who's for six? You got their six. Yep, I've got the six. John Nickel. Yep. Who played the most games out of them all? Mm -hmm. He played seventeen games, and had a goals against average of three point six zero and a save percentage of 0.895. Then was Darrell Finlay with three games. Matty Mickey. Matty. Three games. Colin Downey. Ah, uh, Colin Downey that year. Two games. Gary Russell played three games and had three shots. Wow. 100%. Where did he go? <laughs> yeah, Gary Russell's in there. Yeah, yeah. Gary, for those who probably know him more recently, was at the clan. Yeah. Uh, he also played for Paisley, but yeah, he played for us that season. Played three games in the SNL. And there was a guy, and I cannot place this guy, Ross McRae. The name does not even ring a bell with me, Junior. There's not me even. The, name, the surname McRae rings a bell. So he played two games. Uh huh. Zero goals against. A hundred percent save percentage. Wow. Yeah, Ross McRae. I think he was one of the juniors. Um, yeah. So whatever ice time he got. So I could be wrong, right? But there used to be. Um, there's an older guy at the games. I don't know if he still goes or not. And um, who used to be the vigilator at Minnesota High. Remember the old guy yeah. who always speak yeah. to us? Yeah, I remember. And I think it's his grandson. All right, okay. I could be wrong, right. but I remember he always used to speak about a grandson that was a goalie. Ah. And I think it could be him. Yeah. Right, well, the stats show him as having played two games, so he's hit that ice twice. Yeah. No goals against, 100% oh, safe. There you go. Yep. So then, from the SNL, we also had the Northern League. And in the Northern League, there was Stars, Flyers, Solway, Paisley. But then we also brought in the three North of England team, Whitley Warriors, Birmingham Bombers and the Blackburn Hawks, mm -hmm. who made up the Northern League. So as well as playing the SNL games against the, the Aberdeen, the Tigers, Edinburgh Fife, Moray, North Air, Solway, Paisley, Kilmarnock, uh, we played games within yeah. the Northern League. Fife won that. They won the league, again, undefeated. Whitley Warriors were second. Solway Sharks were third and we scraped into the playoffs mm. in fourth place. Yet we went all the way to the final where we lost to the Whitley Warriors. Yeah. Devastated. Yeah. Devastated. But stats for that Northern League top goal scorer John Dolan. JD 25 <laughs> goals from 14. Assists John Dolan. John Dolan, 21 <laughs> from 14. Top points, John Dolan, 46 from 14. Penalties in mats. And it's a name from the past. Now, uh, so if it's not Mr. Pose, no, I'm it's thinking it's going to be his pal that's a fifer as well. Mr. Greg. Mr. Greg. No, it's not Leo. It's okay. not Leo. It was somebody who got banned. It's banned years ago. Banned years ago. So it's... And there was a Stramonish at Fife. I'm not going to say with it's... With an official. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Wow, Ali Hadenu. Ali Hadenu. 
In the Northern League, 90 penalties a match from 13 games. Um, now that, that could have been the season. That season. <laughs> where got we, we won't mention it in case yeah. a certain official listens to this podcast yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. God, that was uh, that was that was a long time ago, and that was a shock to the system when we seen that. That's yeah. for sure, because we were at that game. The goalies, we had five goalies. <laughs> Ross McCray did not ice for us okay. in the Northern League. The other so, five did. Yeah. Uh, John Nickel, Daryl Finlay, Matty Meehy, Colin Downey, Gary Russell. John played 18 games. He, again, iced the most. And his goals against average is nothing to write home about. With 7.7 <laughs> goals against and his save percentage was 0.846. There could have been a few pumpkins from Fife in that game, I those games. Might, so. Yeah, I think there might have been. Uh, Darrell is seven times, Matty is five, Colin Downey is four, Gary Russell two games, uh, Colin had the best goals against average of 3.4 and a save percentage of 0.910. So that junior is your star stats from the season past. So when you throw it to me again for next week, please don't give me SNL, Northern League, Celtic League, <laughs> stuff like that. Just give me a season <clears throat> where we played one league. Okay. And that was it. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Stato. Stato. That's what I feel like. So, now, we are going to get a little bit more professional with this going forward, but it is now time for Senior versus Junior. <laughs> Yeah. So, Senior versus Junior with a little bit of a difference this week. So, we have decided that we are going to do a numbers game. So, numbers game are, I have five numbers which link up with five players from a specific season. Senior also has the same. But don't worry, we made sure that we gave each other the year so that we didn't... Yeah. Do the same one. So what we've got is five random numbers and they go against five players. So here are your five numbers, Junior. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. So you have 49. Okay. 76. Okay. 77. Wow. 38. Uh And 14. Okay. Okay. So that's 49, 76, 77, 38, and 14. House! Okay, that's what it's like. Oh. Stars bingo. Okay. Okay. And here's your players. Okay. Okay. You have Cam McGiffin. Okay. Bobby Chamberlain. Patrick Lee. Okay, I know that one. Thanks, Dad. Malcolm Gould. Malcolm Gould. And he's a four. And Omar Pasha. Okay. okay. Right, so... All you need to do is match the numbers to the players. Okay. And I shall let you know. So... Okay, so 70, 70, number out of five. 77. Yeah. It's Patrick Lee's shirt number. Correct. One out of one. Yeah, it's not <clears> as easy, is it? Not as easy. And they're all from the, yeah, yeah. the same season. And the season you were given... I'm going to say... It was 2000... 49 49 is Malcolm Gould's points 
Okay, what else have you got? And I'll give you them all at the end. Alright, okay. I'm right. only getting one guess at them. You get one guess and that's it. Right, okay. We'd be here, alright? Oh, I think I've shut that up straight away. Right, so you've got 77 okay. Patrick Lee, so you know you've got that one. Yeah. Alright, you're saying... Okay, okay. Yeah. Right, you okay. Um, I'm going to say 14 Okay. is the number of games McGiffin played that season. Okay, so 14 for McGiffin. Because I think he left that year. Right. 76 as Bob Chamberlain's number. Okay. And 38 is the amount of penalty minutes Omar Pasha had. And you're saying 49 is Malcolm Gould? Yeah, points. I don't think it is. Okay. Well, that's no bad start, son. Is it not? Three out of five. Whoa! Three out of five. So, 14 is, is McGiff. Yeah, Games played. I thought he left that year. Yeah. He went to the Comets. He went down and played with the Comets for the And rest of opened his own yeah. business, the 51 Club in St Andrews, if you do need a haircut. Yeah. Get over to see McGiffin and get your nice fades in. Yeah. I wonder now we've mentioned that if people go in and say, oh, by the way, a view from Section C and they'll get discount. Well, Let's I'd like to, we'll think, I'd like to think I'd get the discount yeah. as well. Let's we'll speak to McGuff and we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, 77, you said, was Patrick Lee. Yep. Jersey number? Correct. 76, Bobby Chamberlain. Jersey number? Correct. Yes. 38 was Malcolm Gould. With points. With his points. And 49 was Omar Pasha. Perfect minutes. It was the number of games he played. Oh, really? 49 games wow. that season Omar played. I think that was the season where we had a lot of injuries and guys were going yeah, in and out. Well, and remember Stadel was playing with yeah. a broken wrist at one point. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So there Mast you go. Master of the Cassar, as, yep. as some people called him, made of the glasser. Made of the glasser. <laughs> yeah. So, three points. Not bad. Add that I'll on take to that. last week. You have now got four points in the quiz. I'll take that. So, right. what have you got for me then? So... And we're going back, for me, we're going back to 2014-2015. Right. Yeah. Yes. So... This is going to be a disaster, by the way. 313. Okay. 313. Okay. 14. 14. 1976. 1976. 23. 23. And 18. And 18. Okay. And the players. And your players are... Chris Blight. Chris Blight. Shane Lust. Shane Lust. Brad Plumpton. <laughs> Brad Plumpton. Igor Gungalski. Igor Gungalski. And Martin Single. And Martin Single. Who does hate the Flyers? He, he really does, does hate, hate the Flyers. flyers. Right. <laughs> wow. So, 1976 is obviously somebody's bad as is. So, what would that Martin have meant? Right. I'm right, okay. So, I'm going to go with that in there. He's keeping it to himself, folks. He's sitting yeah. right there on I mean, notepad, keeping it to yeah. himself. Um, I'm going to go for. Mm, him in there. He's got, he's got two. Just needs three more. I'm going to put Shane Lost in there. I've got more difficult ones. Put Chris Blight in there. And I'm going to no. Eh. I quite like that. I quite like this round this week. And I'm going to go with Igor in there. Okay. Right. So what so, have you got? Right. Three one three three hundred thirteen. Brad Plumpton fourteen. Igor Gungalski. Okay. 
1976, Martin Singel. Okay. 23, Shane Lust. Okay. And 18, Chris Blight. So I can tell you. Go on, Dad. Two right. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that it? So, 313 is a Brad Plumpton's penalty minutes for that season. Yeah. Uh, for, for penalties, it was either going to be Amarigo. <laughs> I could only right, have been Plumpton. Plumpton. <laughs> the number of times he got kicked in the hands. Um, but did he end up getting known as Plumpton post-game? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, okay. 14 was the number of goals scored by Shane Lust. He was the top goal scorer that season. Wow. Yeah. 14 was our top goal scorer. Yeah. 1976 was Martin Singel's date of birth. Yeah. Uh, I thought we'll throw that in there just because yeah. he does hate the Fifers. Yeah. Okay. 23 was right. the number of assists for Chris Blight. Oh, right. Okay. And number 18 was Gengarski's shirt number. Oh, fuck. So it was. I was looking too deep into that. I was looking too deep. <laughs> I was just thinking penalty minutes, goals and, and whatnot. Yeah. So oh, well. So after round two, yeah, I have a one point lead. Yeah. Junior four, senior three. And so, that's a, and that's a win for the week as well. And that's a win for the week as well. Yeah, absolutely. Did enjoy that one actually. It was a good one. I think we should maybe call that stars bingo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So, and again, it's just the case of when, when we pick the numbers, you've just got to hope that <laughs> nobody else has got the same number, right? So, uh, number 14, uh, that's so-and-so. Uh, but they had that, and they had that, and they had that, and they had that on the same yeah. year. So, yeah. Okay, that was enjoyable, Junior. Yeah, so, um, done. if uh, we are open to the senior versus junior um, suggestions from our dedicated listeners so if you have a, a quiz or a task or something that you'd like to give us we're more than happy to do that as well but yeah I think that's us for this week now um, yeah. shout outs any businesses looking for shout outs well I think we did for a shout out there for uh, Mr McGiffin yeah. um, it tied in perfectly you know so if you do need any fades some now that we're getting back to a new normal, um, there will be Christmas night outs coming up. Um, so make sure you are looking fresh and get yourself down yeah. to the 51 Club in St Andrews. And if, if anybody is wanting to be shout out for their own wee business, um, just give us a shout. Uh, a view from Section C, Facebook, Twitter, um, even come and speak to myself, senior or junior at the games, or you know our handles for Twitter. And also for Facebook, drop it, just put a wee message in our DMs and we'll pick up from there. Right. So that's me so that's for this us. week. Yep, that's, that's me. So, Have a good weekend, everybody. See you all at the Flames game yes. where we hopefully will see a Stars win. So from a view from Section C, see you next week. Adios.